Welcome to Brew Jackets, a fun Blue Jackets themed podcast. My name is Kevin. Joining me tonight, we have my guy, Happy Duck. We got my guy, Owen. We got my guy, Hartsey. We yeah. got my guy, Ryan. Kevin James. Welcome to the show, everyone. CBJ! CBJ! CBJ. That's the longest Kevin has ever allowed, ever. Hockey's over here. Feel it. We're damn close to the season. We're literally, we've already had some hockey being played too. Like, obviously, yes. we've had some preseason games. You know, as the Blue Jackets, pretty much every team in the league's done multiple preseason games now. Uh, some good, some bad. Um, there was some, you know, some good, some bad in our preseason games too. We're not necessarily sending out the A team to every single one. I think everyone's aware of that. Um, you know, want to give our some of our best players a break. Uh, you know, uh, at, at times, and not make them make the trip to certain uh, games that don't matter at all. That's one thing to remember about preseason, good or bad. It doesn't really say as much, uh, as, you know, as about the whole team as it does about individual players, uh, which is one thing that I've been noticing. Um, so, I'll recap these the scores real quick, and then uh, I'll have. Kevin, were you able to watch uh, the preseason games? I saw highlights of it on Twitter. Okay. I, I, well, we watched um, oh, that's the right. one against Pittsburgh, the, the second game. That's right. Discord. Yeah. That's right. Oh, and we did. You're right. We did watch that right. one on the well, Discord. I'll, do the, uh, I'll just recap the scores real quick. Then maybe I'll have you guys tell me a, a little bit about more about the games. Uh, I did watch them, but uh, – yeah, so first game against uh, the Penguins. It was the afternoon oh, wow. game. It was uh, two to three. Uh, the Penguins won an over and a shut shootout, yeah. um, which was kind of cool to see it go that far. Whatever you know, we don't um, uh, historically do well in the Penguins arena. Um, so yeah, it was a loss, but yeah, that's that David Yurichek pass to set up Owen Sillinger to tie it was fucking amazing. That was sweet, and you know, I, you see some of these guys, you know, playing down in the AHL, and like you know, come preseason and maybe a few times during the regular season, they might show up. I mean, I thought he looked really good, Owen Sillinger, uh, like the whole time uh, he played uh, as well, and you know, uh, hashtag better Sillinger, <laughs> uh, hashtag older bro. Um, so then later on. That night, oh, hey, hold up. Real quick, Not let's now. pause this. We'll keep you on the hook. We got some brews brewing here. Yeah. All right. So, Owen, what yes. you got? Yeah, tell us about your booze. Red's Wicked Apple. Wicked Apple. <laughs> I don't know why. I said 8%, it. It's just Red's with, that's 8%. It's better for 8%. Irish people like me because I drink too much alcohol. 8%. <laughs> Eight percent red, eight percent uh, apple. Yeah. Twenty percent. Anyway, excellent. Hey, can you give it a review out of ten? Uh, uh, how many app? How many apples out of apples. ten? Apples. Yeah. I want to give it about eight out, eight and a half apples. All right. That's the Granny good. Smith, the Granny Smith one, which is way better, is like a ten apples. Eight mudons. All right. So you would like inject it straight to your veins? Is that what you're saying? 
the ten, the Granny Smith one. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's sour. It's okay. got a sour bite in my veins. Sour. All right. Sorry to interrupt the brew jackets with a brew. Totally yeah, like, you know. forgot about it, but thank you, it's Owen. Booze. You're yeah. bringing that out. Booze. Um, uh, all right. So then I later that evening, that I can say this: I will be having a stinger bomb at our bar before the home opener. <laughs> Let's go. Hell yeah. Stinger bombs, uh, whole rounds for everybody. Um, later that night, the Blue Jackets then won against the Penguins, and they won 4-3 in overtime uh, with a sweet overtime goal by uh, Bumstrom. No, Jordan Dumay. Dumay, yeah, that's right. Dude, that was cool to hear his name being yelled out there too. You know, uh, we've heard about him for the last like, year or two. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's just really cool to see him. Like, yeah, it's preseason only, but it's, it's cool to see him be on, be on the ice and delivering like that, especially in the overtime against the Penguins. So we're one-on-one one with them preseason so far. The shot um, was so hard it went in and out. Like, Yeah. Yeah, right? It was a little confusing if it even went in at first. Because mm-hmm. he's still, so number 69. <laughs> yes, sixty-nine swag, Jordan Dumay. Oh, start, oh yeah, that's right, Dumay, number sixty-nine. Wonderful. Yeah, I hope that he gets oh, to keep his whole career. Last last two games that Pittsburgh has played in Columbus was they've they both lost both lost in overtime. The game this past season on April thirteenth when the Blue Jackets beat them three-two. And this past preseason game, the Blue Jackets beat them 4-3. So Penguins are 0-2 in their last two games against the Blue Jackets in Columbus, and both of them they lost in overtime. Hell yeah. Well, let's keep it that way. Hopefully we can get make that uh, 0-3 here soon. And in the regular season so those fuckers don't get any points. Yeah. <laughs> Knock on wood, man. Wood wine. Wood, wood. <laughs> Shit. Well, that was a nice one to watch. Uh, it was also nice being in the evening when I was not at work, so I could actually sit down and watch it. Uh, very nice indeed. Uh, so then the final uh, preseason game that we've uh, been able to watch is uh, the they lost 3-2 to the Blues. Um, I saw some good here uh, moments. I also saw some not so good moments. Um, you know. Uh, I don't know. What do you fellas think about that game? So, boo, well, St. Louis, boo. It, it just comes down to this for me, is that well, obviously, you know, I'll back it. It's uh, the hope, the win, getting the win against Pittsburgh, always good, even if it is the preseason and uh, Carson Meyer had two goals in that game. and Yeah, Meyer uh, showed up big. That was sick. Yeah, yeah, he showed up big, so that was great to see. And uh, last preseason, Carson Meyer was one of the last cuts. And the only reason is because he didn't need waivers because he was, had a real good training camp slash preseason. And if he didn't need if – if it wasn't a waivers thing, he would have made the team. But it was waivers because, well – the Blue Jackets had Benstrom and a couple other people that would have needed waivers, and they didn't want to risk that. So that's why he went down. And it looks like I would have risked it. <laughs> well, you know, um, but, it, but, it, but it looks like that 
Meyer has continued what he had last preseason and he's doing it again. So that's great to see. And on the second goal that he scored, Adam Fantilli had had just a beautiful and outstanding pass to him. And it was just so damn good. And then, oh God, it was so good. You're right. You're right, Owen. And then like Owen said, in overtime, Jordan Dumay wins it. And the shot, it was just such a damn good shot. You're like, wow, that's a great shot. Like that went in. (laughs) Just a great shot. As for the the game against the Blues, it it shows why Benstrom, in my opinion, just keeps hanging around with the Blue Jackets because of that shot. That is what is keeping them with the Blue Jackets is that shot is just awesome the way he can shoot it and just score goals honestly that's and he's a little bit better defensively but honestly the only reason he's with the blue jackets is that shot and that's what keeps him there and even if he doesn't make it that's still a good player to have for the monsters and if you need someone to call up you know you can count on him to score some goals and you call him up you know you know the term like the term quadruple a player in baseball right Bemstrom is too good for the AHL, but not good enough for the NHL. Right. That's how I feel about him. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we got William in here. William, you. Yeah, come on, William. Means, get in here. Let's go or something. Send Bemstrom send um, to the KHL. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. Um, so we were just mentioning, uh, Kevin was just mentioning, you know, Carson Meyer and how he did well in the pre- has been doing well in the preseason so far. Uh, there's been a couple other kind of notable people that um, I think have been doing pretty well so far. Um, we saw a, a Texier goal. Uh, oh. That was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad to see him back. Glad to see him being productive preseason or not. Glad to see him, you know, being comfortable on the ice. It's dope. Um, so we mentioned uh, Bemstrom, you know, before, and we've not necessarily been the most – <clears throat> the most hot on Bemstrom uh, historically, but uh, he's showing up right now. He's showing up when he needs to, uh, you know, this team is, is about packed um, with the, you know, the rosters like, kind of cutting down very close. Um, William says, let me gobble this ice cream and get home. Well, go on, get, Thanks for joining us, though, while you're out getting ice cream. Um, so, yeah, uh, Bemstrom looking pretty good. Another one who's looking like who I thought was looking very good was Liam Foodie. We've talked about this before. Uh, you know, we're, I think we're seeing, like, truly some of the, the final years of development um, for some of these, these players who um, have been, you know, bouncing back and forth between uh, the Monsters and the NHL. I mean, some people, you know, Adam Fantilli can walk in, walk on the ice, and, and be an NHL player. Some people, it could be a year, it could be four, you know. Like, you know, when you when you graduate high school at 18, you go to college then for, like, well, you have the option of going to college for four years to, like, you know, learn something and, and become an expert in that later. Like, you know, so it's like people's careers can develop. You know, they're they're young yet. They're all young. It would have been interesting to see Foodie if he went to a college program instead of going to, like, a junior program. Yeah. Or, like, you know, refine his skills a little bit. But you know what? If if there's one player I want to see a redemption arc out of, it's him. Mm -hmm. Like, he deserves it over Bemstrom. Heck, yeah. 
I've, I'd say I've, so. I've said this about Foodie, but I, the way things are going, he's probably going to be Eric Robinson's replacement because he's fast, he can score goals, and the only thing that Robinson has over Foodie is that he's bigger. But he's basically Eric Robinson. And when Liam Foodie shoots, he hits the net more, unlike Eric <laughs> Robinson. You know, Robinson was looking good in those preseason games. So, you know, th- there's that. So credit to him for that. He's and, playing and, for a job. That's why he looks yeah. so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Right? <laughs> it's credit to Alexander Texier for just – I know it's preseason, but it's good to see him playing good. And it looks like he's he kind of ta- – he's taken off where he's – where he t- you know, he last played a Blue Jackets game and he just kept that positive – momentum going so that's great to see and it's interesting to see that how pascal benson and the coaching staff views him because they've been giving him top six top six minutes whether it be in practice or in the game so that's you know kind of interesting uh to see for me denton matechuk he's been looking pretty good and as of now he's making a case that he might make the team out of camp and for me personally maybe that's a Maybe he takes a spot from like Jake Bean or someone else because honestly, you know, I said this on the show, this past season, Jake Bean, he had some moments where he looks good, but he gets hurt. And I think he really needed that season as an audition to show what he had. And then you come into this season, okay, you get another shot and then he's hurt. If things go the way that I think they may do, that him being hurt, it's unfair. It's not really his fault, but he may have lost out on a shot to have a spot if Denton Matejuk or someone else comes in and takes that spot. Yeah. Like they could be in, in any other case, they could be very well good enough to be there and be in that spot. But if someone's outplaying you, they're outplaying you. And yeah, availability is important. Yeah. It is. It is. It is. It happens. And, uh, so, yeah. um, uh, something I, I guess I want to bring up with this pre- whole preseason thing um, is uh, sorry, I'm just watching the Cleveland Guardians get another run here over the <clears throat> Reds. Um, That's okay. The Reds have more World <laughs> Series, more success than Cleveland. That's okay. Yeah, we've been there more recently. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> wow. oh man, I love how we can agree so much over over Columbus uh, Blue Jackets, uh, <laughs> and, and we don't even really talk or care much about football i think we're both very realistic when it comes to football it's just baseball gotta talk about football. football i mean there's it's uh, we, we, we cannot sit here and brag about Ohio football right now i'm a big hamilton tiger cats fan let's go see william gets it <laughs> speaking of cleveland thank you to tito after 11 i know it's hockey but after 11 seasons with the uh, cleveland guardians he is going to be retired uh, he brought the most winningest team to the city. Um, and so we thank yeah. him for that as a Northeasterner here. Um, who's getting muted? Uh, so, okay. Well, one thing I was just about to bring up. One thing. Um, and that is goalkeeper. This is going to be a thorn in our side, possibly. Or it's going to get better. Hey, the Blue Junkies, what's up? How you doing today? Thank you for joining in. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, we were just talking about goalkeeping. Uh, you know, if anyone has any comments in the crowd there, feel free to 
Uh, we'll read what you have to say. You guys um, can have Cal Peterson. We don't need him. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's Peterson. what we need Stop. right now. I already know the trade right now. It's Elvis Merz-Lincolns for Jeremy Swayman. <laughs> no way. Do you think that actually fly? I mean, with Brandon Bussey. With Brandon yeah, Bussey playing the way he is. Old Mark. Yeah, Brandon Bussey was very good in his preseason debut. You can't keep Swayman as a backup forever. Right. And uh, I think Old Mark gets dealt eventually. Uh, why, why? Why? And you got to tell us about Ohio State legend Mason Lorai. Right. Mason Lorai had his debut against the Buffalo Sabres, and he logged the most minutes out of any Bruin, and he looked pretty damn good out there. Got himself an assist on a point shot. Nice. That was rebounded by Oscar Steen. So Let's you know, go. pretty good, pretty good debut for Ohio State legend Mason Lorai. Yeah. Let's go. Tons of Ohio State alumni in the NHL. So nice um, that you guys had a good uh, preseason start so far. Yeah. <laughs> and, <we're> <laughs> yeah, I mean we're uh, we're one and two. But uh, you're not getting I shut out been, by the fucking like said, devils. Six nothing. Uh, <laughs> well, oh yeah, all of, our, all of our teams have lost. Rough. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but all of your yeah, teams. The Blue junkies. Uh, Blue junkies here says definitely a make or break season. Yes, for multiple people, for the front of house, you know the heads here, um, for uh, goalkeepers, for. Uh, you know, some other people who are, you know, UFAs, RFAs next year as well. You know, looking at Robinson, looking at Roslovic. Has um, Perloff played yet? No. Yeah, he played in the games their night, I thought. Did he play in the the St. Louis game because he didn't play in the second Pittsburgh game? Thought, uh, or the first I one. I for an article where Did he play that. in the first Pittsburgh game? No, he wasn't in either Pittsburgh game, and I'm questioning okay, well, if then you it guys had are actually been... going to utilize my guy here. Well, well the regular cool. season, yeah. Maybe he's one of the guys we're resting up. Jeez. Yeah. Like, we maybe, haven't maybe seen... he doesn't like the jersey change? <laughs> no, he, also, he, wants to be a, he wants to be a flyer. It's gonna be hey, crazy. at least he doesn't have to worry about wearing any pride jerseys, thanks to his yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was getting at, but yeah. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> no. Whatever. No, we no, 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 we don't, William. No, we don't. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, they said he's been dealing with an injury, Pro Rob, uh, but should be good soon. Oh, thanks for the info, Blue Junkies. Yeah. Um, Blue Junkies has everything, bro. Yeah. They got their. I mean, it may not be spot on, like right as it hits, but like. Give him a couple minutes and bam, it's right yeah. there. Hell yeah, brother! Yeah. Him, him, and Union Blue, both of them. We love our junkies. Shout out blue. Union Blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout yeah. out Blue Junkies, both of them. Mm-hmm. All right, now, so, but, uh, but kidding, kidding aside, yes, we do like Ohio State, just not Gene Smith and his shenanigans. But that's gonna change because we got Ted Carter now. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah knock on wood let's uh let's hope for something cool there that would be that'd be neat um 
But like, uh, so anyway, like, uh, just real quick before we like go do the ad read, I just want to get back to goalkeeping um, for a bit. Uh, do you guys think this is going to be an issue? Rick will pick. Well, he says we do not love Ohio State. Well, some some do, some don't. You know, it's Columbus. You can't. Man, that that Rickle guy must be a that Rickle guy must be a Penn State fan. Oh, <laughs> even worse, like probably like the worst thing could be. Um, so, uh, is this going to be an issue this year? Do you, I mean, is our is our defense going to be good enough? Once we have Provorov, once we have everybody in there, are eighteen. It'll be better. It'll definitely be better. Yeah, it really is hard to tell. I mean, because you'd you'd think his numbers would get better with the defense improving in front of him. Or Elvis, I mean. Well, he's talking a big game out here on Instagram or on Twitter. Twitter. Oh, yeah. I better back those words up. (laughs) I'm not saying that he didn't. But um, by default, it should get better because they're going to have a better defensive. Severson looked good. Yeah, yeah. Severson looked good. Also, it just sounds like that from it's a limited sample size, but you know, listening to Pascal Vincent talk, it just kind of sounds like that he's like a more softer, lighter version of John Tortorella, but like in a good way that like he's not gonna put up with people's bullshit in a sense, mm-hmm. and he expects them to play a 200-foot game, both offense and defense, like John Tortorella did. So it'll be, you know, that should be better by that. So if that turns out the way it it does, which it sounds like in my opinion, then I'm okay with that. Then we basically just got, you know, another version of John Tortorella. and we. I'm okay with that. any head coach at this point. You right. said, uh, Remember when Larson was supposed to be the next John Tortorella? You know, because uh, – Brad Larson did not really preach the whole defense thing. He's like, you can play offense all you want, but there's really no defense. And who needs defense, right? Well, he had been our power play coach, and that hadn't really necessarily been doing good. He was, like, I feel, I still feel like he was like, you know, the scapegoat kind of for those Mm -hmm. last two seasons. Yeah. Um, so, but no, if it turns, if Pascal Vincent, it sounds to me, he kind of sounds like a John Tortorella. So, if he turned out that like that, I'm okay with that because we know how that turned out for the Blue Jackets. Pretty damn good. So, you know, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Well, hey, actually, I want to talk more about Pascal Vincent here in just a little bit. I'm going to do the ad read here. I don't have it pre recorded. So, I am going to have to rattle this off um, real quick. So, I will see you all here on the other side of this little. Uh, I don't know, thing. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And, Gra- and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Uh, football is more fun when you're in on the action, so download the app now and sign up with code THPN. 
New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. The crown is yours. <laughs> Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. 467-369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777. Visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner, Golden Nugget uh, Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. So, Thank you. Yes, everybody loves loves ads. Loves the ads. No thanks. Uh, you know. Oh, my homies. It, uh, it helps us out uh, by helping out the network, which in turn helps us out even more. Um, you know, it, well, we we really like being part of the hockey podcast network here. They do help us out with uh, with giving us some great tools to to make our podcast even better than it was previously. Um, so speaking of real quick though, I mean, we, everyone happened to see, you know, this, this week's, uh, uh, football games. Um, what, what was even like, uh, oh, what, what, what was the Monday night score? Uh, 25, 11. No, the Bengals coming in hot with a, with a 19, 16 win. Monday night football, it was a whiteout. The Bengals wearing their beautiful all-white, white tiger look. A beautiful look. A great win by the Bengals. Good to see. And honestly, just football in general in the state of Ohio is pretty fucking sweet because, Bengals, right now. because the Bengals won, the Browns won, Ohio State won, should have lost because they played like shit for most of the game. <laughs> but they still won, so you know, you know, it's – um. Pretty pretty good little stretch there for uh, Ohio football. What else is new for? Did you guys Ohio see that State? one score that was seventy to twenty? The Dolphins against the Broncos. Dolphins won seventy to twenty. Yeah, that was that, that was, was scoring on me right there. What the hell? Scoring on me. Let's rock. Anyway, we're just speaking of DraftKings and whatnot, and and so like if you're gonna bet on football this year, maybe. Uh, Bet you know, against the Broncos. Don't score. Yeah, or bet against the Broncos. Uh, are Broncos the Dolphins the Broncos suck that bad? Sean Payton sucks. Uh, uh, not the Broncos are that bad. Football at all, actually. The, the Broncos are that bad. <laughs> Broncos country, let's cry. All right. What so, happened? Nothing. Um, yeah, don't forget to use code THPN if you're going to bet on this weekend and next week's games, NHL games. Um, there's plenty to do that with. So, uh, you know, Hefty, you, you said something. You said something about uh, Pascal Vincent. I have something yes. to put up on the screen that involves Pascal Vincent and something we talked about the show last week, and it's come to fruition again. Which is what I want to talk. What I want to talk about. All right, you and I are on the same page, and this is sweet. Anyways. Last week on the show, we're all like, well, Pascal Vincent, you know, Mike Babcock was supposed to be the coach, and then, you know, he kind of took it too far with his goofball phone shenanigans, and now he's not the coach anymore. And then Pascal Vincent took over, and then we're like, well, when Pascal Vincent coached those two games this past season, he put Patrick Laine at center because Patrick Laine came to both Brad Larson and Pascal Vincent about 
playing center. And those two games in March is when he finally put it to use. And in those two games, honestly, he looked pretty damn good. It's a small sample size, but in those two games, Patrick Laine looked pretty damn good. And he had four, four assists for equaling four points in those two games. So it looked pretty good. And then the question we all talked about when Mike uh, Pascal Vincent took over is like, well, would he take would he continue the whole Patrick Line at center thing? And the answer is yes, because he's talked about this many times in press conferences since we did it last show, including this one. I'm gonna put it up on the screen, which is this. From Jeff Savoda. Quote CBJ coach Pascal Benson on trying Patrick Line at center where he skated today. Quote he really wants to do it. If he doesn't work, if it doesn't work, we haven't lost anything because he can go back on the wing and he has a better understanding of somebody else's job. And to me, it's a win-win. So Pascal Vincent is still considering the whole Patrick Line to center thing. I oh, can't see everybody, but everyone down there with the Kevin James pictures—they're all raising their hand right now. Um, I'm and, not. Um, no, you know, I, I no. It's, it's something that we had talked about uh, already. No, I was, uh, a, you, you know, I was Yuka Yolen and what I was Yuka Yolen and oh, yeah. I mean, we'd already talked about this one. Whenever Brad Larson ended up getting fired, well, one of the first things was like, well, are we going to hire Pascal Vincent? So, um, just the the whole idea of him being head coach is so easy for me to get on board with. Um, because it was something that I didn't disagree with. Now I understand why they didn't originally, you know, they had tried to do an internal hire just, you know, the season previous and it did not work. Yeah. It just didn't work out. Um, you know, so now we're, we're at another internal hire. Um, but I you know, have to remain optimistic. I, I'm not going to sit here and, and piss and moan about uh, my favorite team and, uh, you know, a season that I'm excited about with players I'm excited about as well. Um, there's plenty of other people who, can do that and 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 do and do do that <laughs> do do yeah. um yeah, do, 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 i said my mic is my mic okay <laughs> my, okay cool um so yeah that's what i wanted to bring up yeah is the uh the whole you know trying him at, at center i like what he said there too if it doesn't work out it's a win-win because then he understands that position that much more even um so that's that's pretty dope um to me i'm excited to see that um, you know, speaking of line A, uh, <laughs> have you guys seen uh, on like social media that uh, Adam Fantilli has been staying with line A? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see what he was saying about uh, line A is a wizard with the air fryer? <laughs> no, but I, I no, I must have. Oh, he said that mastering the air fryer is a must. No. Yeah. He legitimate. He legitimately meant that he didn't mean it in the joking way. No, yeah, he's he's like, dude, he cooks some great food. And, dude, I'll, I'll tell you what, air fryers are really nice, and they're handy. It's See? a lot nicer than, than, like, heating up the entire oven and everything, especially, like, when you got the AC running or something. Bro, yeah. air, fry, air frying has turned me away from microwaving a lot of my food. Yeah. yeah, right? Like, pizza in the air fryer, like, leftover pizza? Have you tried that? Yeah, bro, no. it's amazing. Dude. It's no, amazing. but I think I should. It's like nice. you know, like you know how the pizza box says you're supposed to reheat that at 400 degrees anyway. So you know, you put that yeah. in the air fryer for 400 degrees, it crisps up pepperoni, it eat nom nom in the tum, you know. Yeah, I, 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 
My grandma uh, has an air fryer. My grandma has an air fryer, and she likes it. Oh yeah. So uh, your your grandma and Patrick Lina have something in common. Uh, they have air fryers. So I just thought that was funny. I just had to bring it up because I, I love and seeing that. So it sport. makes sense that it's Lina though too. He kind of he like he's got a you know a girlfriend I'm sure and whatnot. Um, but he doesn't like have like kids and like like a family like, like most some of the other older guys kind of do. Um, so you know I. I I think that that's an awesome, like little, like take him under your wing type thing. Speaking of, this is gonna detract. This is gonna go away from Blue Jackets for just a second. So, have you all seen who Connor Bedard's mentor and who has been who's been staying with as well, Nick Foligno? Dude, I don't know that there's a better person for a, a young player like that to to be you know under the influence by and, and like staying with or like uh, like visiting. You know, his family and everything like that, and being able to be mentored by by Nick Foligno, I, he's such such a great guy. Um, you know, still miss him here. I understand why he had to go, but um, you know, still miss him here. Uh, you know, I always going to be a Columbus Blue Jackets legend, Nick Foligno. Got a first. I kind of miss him. him I kind of miss him too, even if he wasn't the best here. Got a got a first <laughs> yeah. for him though. Well, he was our captain, yeah. and then also you know he was just a stand up guy. His whole like uh, foundation that he started here. Uh, was really uh, awesome as well. Yeah, now he's bold. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so just some interesting, you know, things with the you know top two of the top two, uh, two of the top three picks from this last uh, draft. So real quick, we're talking about coaching, and this is some news of the day that I didn't cover earlier. Um, so we have a new assistant coach uh, for the forwards and power play coach is Mark Recchi. Um, he is 22 years a player and 10 years Flyers a legend. staff member. Bruins um, legends. If he, he isn't already, he shouldn't be a Kane's Hall of Famer. Kane's he is, I believe he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah he's, he's already a Hall of Famer and he will be inducted into the Flyers Hall of Fame uh, this season. Nice. That's really neat. So that's going to be interesting when, when uh, both the Blue Jackets go to play the Flyers at their stadium, and then when the Flyers come to play the Blue Jackets at, at our stadium. Well, that's know. opening night. That's why Hartsy's right. coming to Columbus. Well, I'm, to, so, I'm only there to see Mark Recchi. That's, that's going to be the very first time that Cam Atkinson will be playing um, at you know Columbus since he's been traded. Really? So – It'll be a welcoming home for him. Yes, he was he was injured, um, you know, the entirety of his time I with the. Uh, he played in Columbus before when you know when he came to Philly. Uh, I don't think so. I would have. I would have no, seen a tribute. Time to Google it. I feel like there time wasn't a tribute. I, I've never seen a tribute for him. No. He got injured like real quick, and yeah, it was only like the one season. He's only been with him one season. Because we only had four check for no, him last year. There is one. What a tribute! Yeah. Oh, oh well. Oops. It was. Also I mean? mil- it was military appreciation one night, and that's what no one remembers. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Damn. Well, sorry for the misinformation. Listen to the guy ago. Not me. Bro, Hartsy um, called us out. 
I know more about Cam Atkinson than you guys do, and he was uh, he was a jacket for like what, ten seasons. Yeah, he was literally like like came up through the program, right, and everything like drafted. Um, you guys are horrible so, fans. Um, I'm excited for you know a new power play coach. Uh, gonna be coaching the forwards and everything too. That you know means, um, he'll be working directly with Adam Fantilli, who apparently brought a picture of him with Mark Recchi when Adam oh Fantilli was eight oh years old. Oh God! No and a Bruins. No more pictures. No more pictures, please. No more pictures. Yes. Yes. Pictures. Pictures. No more pictures. Why in one I want to Do see you have that. this, Kevin? I don't have it. I can uh, get it. Oh, we don't need it. I'm just curious. If we don't have it on hand, don't worry about it. Um, I just thought that was really interesting. Whole, you know, circle. NHL is a small world. You know, that's uh, definitely yeah. a small world. That's, um, that's Hurricanes legend Mark Recchi to you. <laughs> uh, I mean, he was he worked on the staff for like the like the Stars, like a bunch of other teams. Like he's been around the league. Um, he for... worked for the Devils for a couple seasons, and Devils yeah. fans hate him. Okay, why? Well, good because we that's hate good. Devils fans. That's what I'm well, talking about. Here's uh, well, like let's see. Three he or played four. Played for the I Flyers like, but... most of his career and tortured the Devils whenever they played most of the time. <laughs> and apparently, he was a shit coach. So y'all have fun <laughs> with him. Yeah, well, uh, Habs Habs legend Mark Ricky as well. <laughs> or the devils just suck. <laughs> or the yeah, devils just suck. Um, that, that, that's also a possibility. The devils just sucked. Yeah, I'm not too worried about that. We have some other uh, great coaching staff. I'm sure it's, uh, you know, it, it, it can't be much worse, right? <laughs> I hate when that's the standard. Uh, could, have hired a, could have hired Elaine Vigneault for if all I know. Uh, that meme will never die, by the way. Elaine Vigneault not dying. Who? A video. Who? I, I got the picture. I got the picture. It's right here. Elite right. 2010. Next to Mark Ruins. Ruins. Child. Ruins. That is Adam Fantilli and Mark Recchi, apparently. Heck yeah, Adam Fantilli is going to be a ruin one day when he's like 35. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe he'll have a picture with some random kid who's going to be like, hey, this was me and you like 20 years ago. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. There it is right there. Oh, oh, um, Jr. But the thing, you know, the thing I, I like about this Mark Recchi thing is a proven good player. He's won Stanley Cups. But another thing is he was working with the Penguins when uh, they, I mean, they still have Crosby and Malkin, but like when he was there, they had Crosby and Malkin working with those types of guys and the lessons you learn with working with those types of guys and their power play was good. So can help bring those lessons he learned from there and bring it to the Blue Jackets and work with some of our good players and make our power play good. Because honestly, really the last time the power play was good on a consistent basis was the 2016-2017 season where, you know, the first, a good chunk of that season, it was like at 30%. And then the following times after that, you'd have to go, like, look at, like, bits and pieces in the 2017-2018 season. And then the following year, the 2018-2019 season, it got better when Martin St. Louis became the power play coach. And that kind of took off from there. 
But other than that, the power play has just has not been very good with the Blue Jackets. So hopefully Mark Recky can come right on in and give us, you know, a good power point. A glimmer of hope. Hey, uh, you know Please. who else worked with Sidney Crosby? John LeClaire. Boo. Who? John LeClaire. But, uh, yeah. But here, I got to give a shout out to Blue Jackets prospect Gavin Brindley for being, for oh, being named for being named first team all season for preseason in the Big Ten. So shout out to you, Gavin Brindley. Nice. Best of, luck, best of luck to you this season. I hope you do well because not only is that good for Michigan, but it's also good for your development, which is also good for the Blue Jackets. So go out there, kick ass, and play really good. And when you're ready, you can come join uh, Kent Johnson and Nick Blankenberg and Adam Fantilli. Oh, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 those uh, people that do that shit are dorks, so they can just go away. Anyways. Hell yeah. Also, I missed a comment here. Chubba Hub 24 says, hey, let's go, boys. What's up, my guy? Thank you for joining us tonight. I do appreciate it. Oh. Um, for our audio Damn. listeners, if you would like to, you know, come comment on the show ever, we do this live uh, on air. You know, on video as well on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, so uh, you know, I invite you to come check us out some night, or at least just you know, we can always go check the podcast out there as well. And, uh, uh, didn't and miss I, it this week. Hell yeah, man! Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate yeah. the support. And of course, Thank important you. message. This is a very important message right here, which is this. <laughs> yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, to our YouTube channel, we're trying to grow our YouTube here. Uh, you know, most of all here this next season, uh, we're going to be slowly, you know, moving from moving a little bit more towards YouTube um, as opposed to, you know, splitting it like mo- our biggest base is on is on Twitter. And, and we would really like to move that over there. So if you want to support us, the best way in, to do that is to, you know, go like and subscribe. And the best thing of all. It's free. Yeah. Don't talk you shit to support us. So we yes, all appreciate it. Do the thing. Just do it. Do it. Do the thing. Do it. Hell yeah. You can do it. Um all right. So uh the blue jackets reduced their training camp roster again. Um Hold on. Before we get to that real quick, Chubba Wub said something here really, really interesting. Uh, going back to the, the football discussion from earlier, I uh, see Fitzgerald from the Steelers who hurt Chubb, hit uh, Gora Polo in the head and gave him a back concussion last week. Dirty team. Man. Yeah, dude, that's Pittsburgh yeah. for you. That's that, that's, that is Pittsburgh for you. That's, that's typical. That's just a, that's Pittsburgh just a typical fucker. That, yeah, that's just a Pittsburgh thing in general where it's like any Pittsburgh team just does dirty shit like that. Like the Pirates fans get thrown out of our game last year. Yeah, and, yeah, and like the Pirates have gotten into fights with the Reds. The Steelers are always doing dirty shenanigans with the Bengals and Browns. The and Peng- the Penguins the cry though. The Penguins are such pussies that they won't start yeah. shit because they're pussies. They're afraid. There, there are, there are some shenanigans. There have been some shenanigans that the Penguins have done with the Blue Jackets. So just like. It's just a Pittsburgh thing that, you know, to have shenanigans with Ohio sports. Sean, 
An investigative really time for the stiff arm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's so, some goofy stuff, man. So I, it honestly, it honestly, it's just an Ohio sports thing that you know, with Pittsburgh sports teams, it just you know, stupid shenanigans. And hopefully, there's a little more sanity in the NHL this year than that. Um, there has been with the with the NFL. I mean, have you guys? Uh, whatever. I'm not going to go into that right now because I, I do want to move on to this real quick. But yeah, like, uh, yeah. Hopefully, we, it's a it's a pretty sane and dull year as far as re- refereeing goes. There doesn't have to be utilized much. Um, <laughs> so uh, the training camp has uh, the Jackets have cut two more players. Um, well, cut. They returned uh, Nolan Lamont to the Erie Otters, uh, part of the OHL, and they also released defenseman Ben Roger from his tryout contract. So he did not make the team. He did not make the monsters. You know. Um. So it goes. We released a lot of people last year. We released another Ben, um, who got knocked out in his preseason game. He had another preseason. Ben Harper had another preseason fight here this year. It was a lot better than the one he had last year. I saw it happen right in front of me uh, live. It was scary to see someone get knocked out cold like that. But it's crazy how one fight changed his entire um, career outlook on getting picked up by a team. Well, because he's now he's with the Rangers. And yeah, the Rangers gave him a shot, and now all of a sudden he's better. He's like a good player, and like. We just I mean, like maybe, we dropped him after a knockout. That's all we did. Well, how could you hire him? You know, like I mean, fair. Like you didn't get the chance to really like I don't know. Maybe if they could like extend his PTO because of the injury, so he could like maybe like try out for like the first like few weeks of the season or something. I don't know. It just seems. Welcome just to seems, a new rule that the NHL needs to implement, and one rule that they need to get rid of is the fucking offsides review. God fucking damn, yeah, those things I are I, I hate that shit. I think there's ways that you could do that, but not be so just a pain in the pain of the ass. Make it make so that like, okay, puck's got to be the first thing that crosses the line. You can review, you can review that. You need to put a microchip in the puck. And no, then, they've tried that. A players say they can tell a difference in the way it hits things. Well, maybe they need to suck it up. <laughs> I used to think, and, was I think another thing I think you could do is like, let's just say it's offsides, but like the goal doesn't happen until like five minutes later. Then clearly, it's not as big of an big of an issue because enough time has passed by then. You so could have gotten it out of the zone, you fucking weirdos. Right. Yeah. So I still think there's there's ways to do it. Just, you know, be, you know, uh, better about it. Yeah. I say, it's if, like I say if it looks good enough in real time, then you, you don't need to review that crap. But that's just how I see it. Yeah. No. Hey, Chubb, no, no problem on changing the subject. Not at all. It's, we love talking all Ohio sports, yeah. Um, for the most part, the most part, there's a couple yeah. of things we don't particularly enjoy. Um, so yeah, so we got uh, we only have three uh, professional tryouts uh, left, and that is uh, Stephen uh, Matthew Matthew Matthieu. I don't know how you say that. Stephon uh, Matthieu. 
Stefan Mateau. Oh, Stefan Mateau. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, Nicholas Malak. Maloch. I, yeah. If they get hired out, I'll learn their name. And then we have Aaron Dell, who I yeah. think, uh, like, he let him the other night, but, like, I thought he did pretty okay in the in the preseason game that we saw him in. We love Aaron Dell. Um, yeah. I, I personally think that they should hire him as, you know, like, someone, like, uh, we, we just need someone with, like, that, uh, with his level of experience who maybe isn't, like, the top most prime athlete ever, but we need someone like that, I think. Uh, what do you guys think about Aaron Dell so far it. and his so so a shit veteran? <laughs> Third string. Now you just being shit posting artsy. Anyways, look, mm-hmm. we've said this on the show before, but he's just the type of guy. You're right, Hefty Doc. He's just the type of guy that we we need someone like that, a good guy who's proven that he can be good in the NHL and win, and just be a good backup, a good veteran. Just so, so that you don't have to pull up Jet Reeves or anyone else. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know the amount of injuries we we sustained last year, and then you know trading away Corpusalo, which did net us some something good in return for around the draft, sure. But you know uh, having Corpusalo to the Ottawa Senators. Um, was was a hard pill to swallow for me, um, just with the way how last season was going, um, you know, because I'm literally just talking about this at the beginning of the episode about how our goalkeeping's been uh, through this uh, this uh, preseason, and you know, I really think uh, as uh, the Blue Junkies mentioned earlier, this is a make or break season, and I think that for for um of, of for most players, I really think. It's make or break for Elvis because a fluke year or two, especially with what happened to the whole entire team and getting going through that mental, um, you know, hiccup or, or whatever, um, you know, and, and having to deal with those things, um, you know, is one thing and having like a year or two where you're off is, is there. I understand completely. Uh, but now we're to the point where it's, uh, it's nut up or shut up, right? Um, and he ain't shutting up. So I'm really looking forward to seeing if he really pulls through this year. Speaks specifically, I'm, I'm talking about all this right now. Um, I believe, you know, but I understand people who don't. So, you know, that's just the way she goes. Uh, was there anything else that you want to add here, Kevin? Yeah, I have some I have some quick stuff. Let's talk about the injury we have. Jake Bean. Well, no, but listen, Jake Bean, like I said earlier, you know, I he's had his moments where he's looked good 2021-2022 season. Moments you he looked good and he had two overtime winners for the Blue Jackets, one at Colorado, one at Seattle. So that's good. And you know, this past season he did some moments where he looked good, and he scored a goal against uh, Nashville, and that was the game where the Blue Jackets were down 3-1 and came back to win at 5-3. So that's good, and he had other moments as well. But then he got hurt, and it's like, it's not your fault, but it's like you needed this season to be like another audition to show us what you got, and you, outside of those couple games, you ne- didn't really have a lot 
to, to do it. And then you get hurt again. And, and it's like, well, you may have missed out on your shot right there. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe someone takes your spot, maybe you don't. But maybe someone else comes in and takes your spot. And then that's, and that's the end of that. And you're probably playing for someone else. We just, you know, we just don't, uh, just don't know yet. It'll be interesting to see uh, how that, how that work works out. I do have a couple of quick stuff to share here. Uh, first things first. Uh, let's see here. So you got to give a shout out to this upcoming Friday Bearcats hockey. They're playing Indiana. So, Best of luck to you. Best of luck to you, uh, Bearcats. And uh, we'll see how you do this upcoming Friday against Indiana. Uh, Go Bearcats. That's right. Go Bearcats. Um, Also, you know, Ohio State did win this past Saturday against Notre Dame. So that's awesome. And. Yeah, um, shove that in that face of that one old guy who said something. Well, I don't know. And I, I had, don't know the situation. No. So basically, <laughs> what what Lou Holtz said is is true. Is that Ohio State under Ryan Day, Ohio State doesn't lose a lot, but when they do, it's because they get smoked because they cannot handle the physicality. They can't handle good defense, and they can't handle it running the ball down their throat. Michigan has done it the last two years. Alabama has done it and a bunch of other teams. And that's basically what the gist of what Lou Holtz was saying, which is true, unfortunately. And that upset Ryan Day. And at the end of the game, Ohio State wins, and he's talking to the media, and he makes a big fuss about, you know, Ohio against the world and Lou Holtz and all this other stuff. And it just kind of comes off as kind of cringe. And I say this as a guy who likes Ohio State, as who likes Ohio State, but it's just like he's right. Please fix it. Please fix it. You don't like people calling you soft, but it's true. It's happened. Please fix it. it. No, fix it. And it got me thinking about what the Blue Jackets did to the Lightning and the Maple Leafs, because it in 2019 the Blue Jackets knock out the the Tampa Bay Lightning in the playoffs in 2000. 2000- 20, the Blue Jackets knock out the Maple Leafs in the playoffs. And how they did that is because the Blue Jackets exploited a weakness that both those teams had. And that was this. Both those teams, really good on offense. Really good on offense. They can put up the points, put up the goals, score like crazy. But they were soft and they didn't know how to handle a more physical style of hockey. And the Blue Jackets used that against them by playing good defense, grinding it out, and physicality and just hitting them. And that's why they got knocked out. And then the Maple Leafs and the Lightning, the follow, you know, the following season, the Lightning made changes to better be played, uh, to be better suited to play against that style. And that when they played the Blue Jackets again in the playoffs, the Blue uh, the Lightning won because they're better suited to play against that style. Yes, they still had all that finesse and all that gifted offensive talent that was really good, but they learned how to play tougher against that more aggressive defensive style. Same thing. The same thing with the Maple Leafs. The Blue Jackets knocked them out in the following season. 
the Maple Leafs make moves so that they're better suited to play against that style. And my point being with Ryan Day is I like you and I like Ohio State, but look at, at the Blue Jackets as an example for what they did to make two teams change the way that they played, and now they're better for it. And the same thing can happen to Ohio State to where you can still play that same spread offense, finesse style, where you pass the ball a lot and put up like 40, 50 points. That's fine. But you need to be able to toughen up, and you need to be able to play against different styles when a, a team like Michigan or Alabama or someone else comes at you and runs the ball, plays good defense, and is tough and physical. If you just add some of that to your game, you're perfectly fine, and you can go very far. So well, that's my message I mean, to you, uh, Ron. Okay? That's, that's my message to you. Yeah, that. well, boomers are going to boom, huh? Um, so, uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, yeah, I should probably start wrapping her up here. I uh, yep, I, I will. I will. This went by fast. Do we? Yeah. Uh, I know, right? It goes. Times goes by when you're having fun. I appreciate yeah, all y'all being here with me again. Um, so much fun. So yeah, uh, we can go around uh, the room, and uh, you know, you guys can tell everyone who you are and uh, what you do and whatnot. So much fun. Don't be shy. Not so much fun first. Will you go first? Me? Already know. Yeah. Who's going? William. William's going. So follow me on Twitter and TikTok. That one seems to be a fan. And also tune in to FHL after this. I'm going to run. Bro's really booing his own league, LMAO. Oh, shit. He's booing his own league. <laughs> no, nah, right. it's just when William talks, I slowly start falling asleep. I was trying to do a um plug for you, but forget yeah. it. Oh, yeah, fuck that, fuck that plug. <laughs> so, you good, charity. William? You good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. All right. Uh, <laughs> go, Artsy, do it. Oh. I got shit to do. <laughs> Your turn. Oh, parody goalie seventy nine on Twitter, Twitch. Oh yeah. Keep her, keep her grooving. Keep her grooving. Parody goalie seventy nine on Twitch and Twitter and literally every other social media platform that you can think of. You can watch the FHL tonight right after this stream. And uh, yeah, that's that's all I got to say. Cal, oh, yeah, also, wait, Cal, wait, hold on. I also want to say that Cal Peterson is a terrorist. W. <laughs> okay. okay, that's it. Now I'm done. All right. All right, I guess I will go then. Follow me on Twitter at Bruins Wyan. And as far as the fantasy hockey league goes, I know we are officially full up. Um, Colin has finally joined. Um, so we are officially at our limit. I have finalized the team list today, and the draft order is set. So we're really just waiting until draft day now, which is October 7th at 6 p.m. Don't miss it. <laughs> Your team is going to be ass in JK. But, um, He's talking to you, yeah. William. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking miss um, Why is everybody after me? Because it's funny. No, I'm when, um, it's funny when it's you. 
You know, while and hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it, it's Friday or is it Saturday? It, it's Saturday. Okay, the seventh. Yeah, yeah, seventh. Okay, thank you. Moving on. <laughs> Who the hell is breathing into their mic? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Bjork Swag breathing into his mic because he is pretty <laughs> inebriated. I ain't gonna lie. You should follow me on Twitter because I make some really cool tweets. You should watch the FHL because it's going to be on my Twitter. And, you know, I have fun. You have fun. We all have fun when you follow Bjork Swag. Oh, yeah, brother. Appreciate it. Kevin onwards. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to quickly ask Lion if he would say would or not would to these three three things. (laughs) Because I, I told him this yesterday, I would do it, so I got it true to my word. Um, okay, so first one, Brad Marchand. Would easily would. <laughs> okay, uh, your wrestling mommy. Would easily Dud. would. Dixie <laughs> vampire vampire and, mommy. Uh, the Boston Bruins. Not would. Not not would. <laughs> would not would not would. A little, would. Bit, of little bit of both. All right. Yeah, a little so bit of both. Stuff. A little bit of both. All right. We're good there. Uh first things because Wyan did say this. He's looking forward to seeing him, which is Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> yes. What's the dog doing? Yes. Cooper. L. Booing the dog. How dare you? I'm not. He's booing the dog, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Boo. You were booing your own league. Pipe down, I'm, bud. I'm, I'm booing his booing. But, yeah, uh, booing yeah. his booing. Yeah, so that's my brother's dog, Cooper. He's the greatest dog uh, of, all, of all time. So, yeah, there's Cooper. Um, so there's that. Does Zach Lorenzi just wear this suit? I need it for the laughter and the memes. Just, just, just do it. And the Blue Jackets won a lot of games when you wore that suit. So you know, just, just, just do it. And uh, funny, funny. and uh, you know, like I said earlier in in the in the show, you know, just, just do it. You know, subscribe to the show. Hit the button. Yeah, we're at. It's right there. It's right there. Just do your, it. Your, your hand is right there. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. And, uh, or we yeah. will loot your city. We will not be doing that. I, uh, no. I and uh, check out Union Blue Soldiers on social media platforms. Go follow us. All right. I'm done. Hell yeah, brother. Well, this has been yet another edition of the Brew Jackets. Hockey is back. We're here. Well, preseason's here. There is not much more time before we get to the, uh, you know, the actual meat of the season. October twelfth will be here before you know it. Yes. On October twelfth, don't forget to uh, join Kevin with the Union Blue Soldiers for their march outside the, uh, you know, uh, Blue Jackets uh, Nationwide Arena. Yeah, um, it's gonna be pretty cool. Go check yeah. it out. Um, you know, don't forget, like like Kevin said, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, whatever, wherever you're at. Do the things with the buttons that that do those things. Uh, we'd appreciate it. It helps us out for free. Um, that's it. I'm Hefty Duck, uh, or Lance, as many of you know me. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Uh, that's it. Follow everyone else here. Do the things.
We'll see you soon. Next yeah. Wednesday. Yes. Moose.